actually, Will Ferrell kind of wanted to do a movie about this about 20 years ago. So Will Ferrell was introduced to Eurovision in 1999 because his wife is actually Swedish and it kind of introduced him to Eurovision and he's like, this is actually pretty cool. It'd be really fun to do a movie about this. I'm Michaela. And I'm Delaney. Delaney, what movie are we going to be reviewing today? Eurovision, which is featuring Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams. The story of Fire Saga, which is the band that Will Ferrell <laughs> and Rachel McAdams happen to be a part of for the movie. Yeah. I don't know if it's me being American or whatever, but I actually had no idea that Eurovision was a thing. Totally. It wasn't until after I watched the movie where, I think it was you, Mikhail, that told me, you know, they featured singers from the actual Eurovision song contest. I didn't know that there was a Eurovision song contest, but it's just yeah. really cool how it really was like a, a homage to the actual Eurovision contest. Yeah. So I was looking at reviews from critics and one of their main faults that they found in this movie is that it's too campy. And I think that's where they don't really realize what Eurovision is because when I did my research into it, Eurovision's very campy. They're very eccentric and flamboyant. That's what I really appreciate about the movie is that the movie is very out there. But that's what made it such an entertaining movie. It's such a great excuse to watch such a fun film. I happen to really like Will Ferrell movies. So yeah. when I saw this on Netflix, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to watch this. Yeah. So we were supposed to actually watch a different movie for this week, but we decided Your Vision because we're like, we should probably watch this one first because we're super excited about yeah. this one. To be fair, we're on vacation, and when you're on vacation, you get vacation brain, and mm -hmm. the last thing we wanted to do was watch the thriller that we originally were going to watch. We're like, let's watch something fun, so yeah. this happened to be the movie for that category. Do you want to kind of go into generally what the plot is about? It focuses on two Icelandic singers, and their names are Lars and Secret, and they're part of a band called Fire Saga. Being local singers in their town of Yusevik, they go through all these kind of trials and tribulations <laughs> to finally compete in the Eurovision Song Contest. And throughout it, we get a bunch of singing from various artists who are also competing in the Eurovision Song Contest with them. Mainly Lars, who's played by Will Ferrell. He's the person of the band who's not really the best, while <laughs> Secret, who's played by Rachel McAdams, is actually a really good singer. Yeah, Secret carries the team, for sure. For sure. It just adds that comedic aspect to it for the Fire Saga. Will Ferrell, he definitely plays his typical role, which is goofy but lovable buffoon, essentially. But it's very entertaining. It's a fun one. I highly recommend it. It really is enjoyable. I don't remember really being bored watching it. It might be whether you're up for a comedy and something kind of silly. I recommend it. I had a lot of fun watching it because you get all these various singers from all these different countries all coming together and competing to, uh, mm -hmm. against each other, but also supporting one another. Mm -hmm. And then of course, you just add the Will Ferrell comedic twist to it. So I would recommend for sure. So, we're gonna start talking about the plot, so spoiler alert. Yay! The film opens up in Iceland, and it's snowing in Iceland. It's 1974, and I'll tell you why in a minute. We see this one guy go into this house, and he's just handing out a bunch of beers to everybody in the house. And I'm like, is it Christmas time or something? Like, what's going on? Because you see these people, all these winter sweaters, it's snowing, and they're all celebrating something. But then we see that they're watching the Eurovision singing contest. And as they're all watching, they're kind of talking because there's this one young boy who's sitting on the stairs. His name is Lars. We found out that his mother actually died not too long ago. And so he's still kind of mourning her and he's really sad. But then Eurovision playing, he hears ABBA. And the reason why I said it's probably 1974 is because I looked it up, but ABBA won Eurovision in 1974. And they're singing Waterloo, which is actually the mm -hmm. song that they sang to win the contest. Mm -hmm. So he hears them singing. Waterloo, he uh, immediately gets up and he walks over to the TV and he starts standing in front of the TV. And I'm like, dude, that's rude. Look at everybody else. They're all like trying to look around you. But he starts dancing and he's really feeling the music and everyone is kind of like laughing.
laughing. And as they're laughing, this young girl who happens to be Secret, she sees Lars dancing and starts dancing with him. And we find out as the people are talking mm-hmm. that Secret actually doesn't talk, like a selective mute. She can talk, but she chooses not to. But then she starts dancing too. She's like kind of getting out of her comfort zone. And you can see that Lars's father, his name is Eric, and he's played by Pierce Brosnan, who I had no idea was in this movie. Totally. That was, Sneak that was surprise. A fun surprise. Yeah, that was a fun surprise. <laughs> but you can see that Lars's father, Eric, is not very happy. He's embarrassed by he's his He's kind son. of a grumpy dude. Yeah, he's very yeah. grumpy. I think he's just a huge grump after losing his wife. And as people start laughing, Lars turns around to them and he's like, stop laughing at me. One day I'm going to enter the Eurovision singing contest and I'm going to win. So he says this, and then it cuts to this kind of music video, and you hear this ha, 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 ha. Will Ferrell's mouth, like it just gives a close up of his open mouth, and he's going ha, ha. Secret, who's Rachel McAdams now, we see that she starts singing and they start doing this whole music video type of thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, how is Will Ferrell not like (laughs) running out of breath right now, not about to pass out? But the song that they're singing is called Volcano Man. Yeah, the the songs are very singable. Oh my goodness. They are. So fun. That's the thing. They're so catchy. Really, they really are. And then you see Lars and this Viking outfit outfit by the end of it it's really funny but then as they're finishing up the song it kind of flashes and it shows that they the two of them are actually like in the basement of Lars's house Mm -hmm. so that whole music video was just kind of a vision that they had it's not Mm -hmm. real oh my gosh they have the best backdrops I'm like I want to go to Iceland now and check this out it's so beautiful totally oh beautiful just beautiful sceneries and every time they would do these wide pan shots I was I was loving every minute of it Lars and Sigrid are composing a bunch of music together and this is how we find out that they're in a band called Fire Saga they're preparing for the Icelandic song contest and they're hoping that if they win the Icelandic song contest then they can have a chance of being selective by their country to go to the Eurovision song contest so the Eurovision song contest is made up of people representing a specific country they're all competing to see basically the winner whoever's the winner it brings obviously a huge amount of pride to the country that Mm -hmm. they represent So the reason why there's a big flash after the end of their music video is because in the middle of their singing, they accidentally had the power go out because of all the electricity that they're using. And of course, Lars's father, who we realize Lars is still living with his father, comes down. His dad is very unsupportive of his singing career, if you will. We see that Secret and Lars have been best friends since childhood, and we kind of find out that secret is basically in love yeah it's very sweet she is such a cute character too very innocent very lovable i swear just with the (laughs) accents you know and the flamboyancy of them both it totally reminded me of like wow i feel like i'm watching snl right now so we see that Secret is biking home. And again, like we said, we get a nice backdrop of mm-hmm. the scenery and how beautiful Iceland is. We see that she's biking home and she's sitting with her mother at the table and they're kind of talking about Lars. So we get more of a intake of how Lars is. And her mom is saying that she's not a huge fan of Lars yeah. because she knows that her daughter is very talented and she thinks that Lars is holding Secret back. We just see that there's a bit of animosity towards Lars. Mm -hmm. Then we see Lars and his father, Eric, are walking in a cemetery and they're placing flowers on Lars's mother's grave. And as they're just staring at her grave, the dad says that the bank called and he can no longer afford the boat and the house. Mm-hmm. And he says that he's going to sell the house because he makes money off the boat because he's a fisherman. Yeah. <laughs> Lars is like, but I live there. <laughs> <laughs> and then Eric, Lars's father, is saying, it's time for you to move on from your childish dreams. He, like, walks off and they're right in front yeah. of his mother's grave. He's, he's like, like, you could have done this any other time, Dad. <laughs> we see that Lars is, I guess he's doing a side job where he's giving out parking tickets. 
because he's starting to place tickets on some cars. Oh my gosh, I love this scene. I love, uh, this was one of like the first scenes that like really made me laugh because Mm -hmm. it just feels so normal, like parking tickets, you know? And it's funny because you see like a friend of his like rushing out, like, like, don't you dare, don't you dare. I'm not paying this ticket. Your father is ashamed of you. It's and like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm like, what? And, he, and then Lars is like, Olaf, we know where you live. You ultimately have to pay the ticket. <laughs> like ripping it up and throwing it out <laughs> his window. Really funny scene afterwards because Lars is just looking at the ground and Secret happens to be right next to him. And Lars is like, you know what? He's right. My father is ashamed of me. And Secret's just kind of like, what? Oh, that's, that's not true. He's like, no, it is true. After we left, he looked me deep in the eyes and said, I am ashamed of you. <laughs> He's like, well, maybe he was drunk. No, he said, no. And you might think I am drunk, but I am dead sober. That's so funny. In the midst of when he's giving the ticket to Olaf, though, Mm -hmm. um, he tells Olaf, because he's also placing promotional posters on the cars, because he is spreading that Fire Saga are going to be performing at this pub because of this one guy retiring. They're like, are you going to be there? And Olaf is like, of course I'm going to be there. There's nothing else to do in this shit town. Like, (laughs) after that whole thing, we see Fire Saga are performing at the pub and they're singing Happy by Pharrell Williams. So like, but after they finish that song, they're like, we would like to play for you the song that we're entering for the Icelandic Song Contest. But then Olaf, who just happens to be there also, <laughs> is like, play Ya Ya Ding Dong! And I'm like, what is Ya Ya Ding Dong? <laughs> Everyone starts pl- like shouting for Ya Ya Ding Dong, and Lars reluctantly gives in, and they start playing it. And after they play the song, Lars walks out of the pub, and he's outside, and Secret catches up with him, and he's like, I can't take this shit like they don't appreciate good music (laughs) and then Olaf comes out and he's like Lars get back in there and play ya ya ding dong and then he's like I just played it he's like play it again and then Lars is like when will it be enough for you it will never be enough I only want to hear ya ya ding dong (laughs) outright yelling Yeah, with rage. <laughs> and by the way, listeners, a ya ya ding dong is supposed to be like this local folk song for the people in Iceland. If you interpret it that way, because like one of the lyrics is "My love for you grows wide and long," and I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> but makes you take a double take for sure. A really cool thing, and I learned is that Will Ferrell actually does all of his singing in this. So the next clip is we see these people like in an office and it shows that it's for the Icelandic public television, kind of the spokespeople, I would say, for Mm -hmm. the Icelandic public television. And what they're doing is that they're actually choosing contestants to be part of the Icelandic song contest. They're reviewing um, a bunch of the submission videos and we see Demi Lovato is in it. And I'm like, Demi Lovato, and she's also got, like, bleach blonde hair, because they're trying to make her look as Icelandic as possible. Mm-hmm. They're all rooting for Demi Lovato's character, because they're watching her submission video, and they're like, oh my gosh, she's amazing, because it seems like she's going to win. And then mm-hmm. we'll enter her into Eurovision, so this is the chance that Iceland could finally win a Eurovision for the first time in its 60-year history. So it's, like, a big deal. They're so excited. They're putting all their eggs in the Katiana basket. Yep. And there's one guy who's at the end of the table, though, and his name is Victor. And he is the governor of the Central Bank of Iceland. And you can tell that he's concerned because he's like, if we win for Iceland, if we win, we will have to host Eurovision the next year. Mm -hmm. Basically, whichever country wins the Eurovision Song Contest, then that means that they will have to host the following year. So everyone is like saying, it doesn't matter. Like this will be great. And Victor is saying, but this could potentially have Iceland go bankrupt. One of the ladies is like, really advocating because she's saying that this is for the greater good of Iceland though like this will bring a lot of attention to Iceland so this will be the best thing that could happen. And you can see why he's worried. Apparently in the past, Iceland has been really upset with how it's been run financially. I understand his worries because if it all, you know, turns to crap, he'll be appointed and probably be given all the blame. 
and that's what he doesn't want. He doesn't want any financial ruin to be blamed on him. Yeah. As they're going over the submission tapes and they're very excited, they have accepted 11, but they need 12 for the Icelandic song contest. And so one of the guys just pushes the box of submission tapes in front of another. He's like, pick one, just randomly pick one. Mm -hmm. And mainly because it doesn't matter because Katiana is going to win. So it doesn't matter. It's almost too easy, right? No. Yeah. He chooses Fire Saga. And so we see Lars get the acceptance letter in the mail. And he is running throughout the town because he's so excited. And he's, he's like, happy. He's like, secret, we got in. And then he goes up to this, what I, I don't know if it was a church or something. Yeah. And he starts ringing the bell to announce it to everybody. And he gets arrested for doing that, though, because we find out that that was an emergency bell. It was for life or death situations. <laughs> Lars is handcuffed and Secret comes to the station and she is like, is it really true? Like we got in and he's like, yeah, we got in. I have the acceptance letter in my pocket. And so Secret kind of talks to the cops in the station. Eventually they let Lars go. And then we see Secret is on this hill and you see she's in front of these tiny little houses. And at first I'm like, why are these houses so tiny? Because they're like doll houses, you guys. Yeah. And apparently she's giving treats to elves because she believes in elves. Mm -hmm. And throughout the movie, Lars is adamant that elves don't exist, but yeah. she is adamant that they do exist. <laughs> and so she's bringing treats to the elves and she's saying, thank you so much for getting us accepted into the Icelandic song contest. And maybe if it's not too much to ask, is it possible that we can get into Eurovision? And then after that, Lars and I can finally be together. Like, yeah. So she walks off. The next clip is Lars and Sigrid arriving for the 43rd Icelandic Song Contest. They're backstage and they're getting all ready. Lars pulls out this boat party invite. Him and Sigrid, as far as Saga, got invited to the boat party that is after the song contest. And it's for mm -hmm. all the contestants. Mm -hmm. We get like clips of people who are participating in the contest as they're performing. And I'll just say the songs aren't bad. The performances are just <laughs> over the top. This one guy, he's <laughs> singing with all this passion and he's staring into the camera. <laughs> it was really making me laugh. As others are performing, we see that in Yusevik for their town, a bunch of people are at the pub. One of the guys is like, oh, turn on the Icelandic song contest. I want to watch that instead because they're like watching sports or something. Lars's father, Eric, is saying that he doesn't care and he doesn't want to watch it. But then, of course, some of the guys are like, why don't you want to watch it? You can just tell that Eric is still ashamed and his grumpy old self. Then we cut to Lars and he's warming up. He suddenly gets like this paranoia and like a vision of his father always saying like, you're going to embarrass us. I'm so ashamed of you. Th those types of things. And then because of all these thoughts in his head, Lars gets a little worried. And then he gets especially worried when he hears Katiana singing and he hears how good she is. So he's getting really worried and really scared and he feels like he's going to fail. As he is scrambling because he was going to go distract himself by checking mm -hmm. on how the lights were going to be for the show. He didn't realize how close they were coming up on time to perform. And so as he was doing that, that's when Secret has to go out on stage all alone because that was when Fire Saga was supposed to perform. Mm -hmm. As he sees Secret is on stage and she's starting to open up the song that they're performing together. And the song is called Double Trouble, by the way. And that's mm -hmm. the song that I keep listening to over and over because it's very catchy, you guys. Totally. And it's on you guys should <laughs> check it out because it's very catchy. <laughs> she's performing the song. He is trying to run and get onto the stage. So he finally gets on stage and he starts performing with Secret. They're being so, harnessed on lines so they could be lifted up. As they're singing. The yeah. thing is that they're supposed to clip it on themselves as they're performing. And so in the midst of it, Lars doesn't really clip his on correctly. And so his comes undone. He falls down and everyone's laughing at him. People who are watching on television as well as the audience and dangling like, for a bit. 
dangling for a bit and then slams down to the ground and you're like oh my gosh not the most graceful that's for sure you can see that he feels like his dreams are crushed and he's so sad the next clip on this dock and he's crying and so secret finds him and he was like i ruined it for both of us and she's like no no you're a dreamer you're my dreamer you always keep going saying how admirable that is and as they're talking they're getting closer and they almost kiss, but as they almost kiss, we also realize that, remember how we mentioned the boat party was supposed to happen? So we see the boat that's off in the water. So all the contestants are on that boat. So as they're about to kiss, the boat literally explodes. That we even see like some body parts fly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so nasty. They're like, oh my gosh, those poor people. Iceland's best and most talented artists are gone. And then Lars is like, oh my God. Secret, they're gone. Don't you know what this means? <laughs> We're the last remaining contestants. We're automatically into Eurovision. What and I so- love about this is Secret. <laughs> she, he's like, everyone is gone. They're all out of the contest. And Secret's first thought is, Oh no, the elves went too far. (laughs) It was really funny because they were really happy, but also like they're trying to keep their emotions together because these people just died. (laughs) But then we see Lars and Sigrid go off to Scotland because that is the host country. And it shows them exploring. Lars and Sigrid are sitting on a bench and they are talking about their feelings for each other. And as they're about to kiss, that's when Lars is like, no, no, we can't think about us. We have to think about the music for now. Like, we can't do anything right now. Secret agrees, and we see that they go to tech rehearsal for Eurovision, and that is when we're introduced to the character Alexander, who is one of the contestants representing Russia, played by Dan Stevens. I didn't know he was in this, and especially playing this character was so funny, and we see how he's already performing for the tech rehearsal, and he's performing this song called Lion of Love. For example, one of the lyrics is, I am a lion lover on the hunt of love. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> this is my least favorite song of, of the movie, honestly. I think the singer is good, but it was very, this is a campy movie again, but it's just not my favorite song. As Secret is kind of watching him, she's realizing, oh my God, he's really good. He sings with such passion. Mm-hmm. And as they go up for their tech rehearsal, you kind of see how the camera pans to show how big the audience is gonna be because and how big the stage is they've never experienced anything like this before and Lars tells Secret that he has a surprise for her but turns out it's a terrible surprise because he did like a bunch of elaborate changes for their song where he started changing the music setup for the song that they're singing, which is Double Trouble, and a bunch of dancers and even fire spurting out as they're performing. And you can tell that Secret does not like the changes at all. And you get more into it when we see the recording session. The song is a bit different than how it was before. It has a different sound and she's uncomfortable with it. That's when Alexander comes in. And as he comes in, introduces himself and he was complimenting Secret on her voice because he heard her when she was doing the tech rehearsal. And he invites them to a party that he's having at his house. As soon as they show up, they realize how big of a party it is. And all the other contestants are also invited to this party. So as viewers get introduced to a bunch of different contestants representing different countries. And actually, a lot of these people were past contestants of Eurovision anyway. So that was a fun little thing to see. Alexander grabs the two of them. He's like, oh! you showed up like welcome welcome he introduces them to Mita who is representing Greece then Alex decides to kind of steal Secret away while Mita keeps Lars occupied and he's like oh let me show you something like I'm telling you the way that Dan Stevens kind of portrays Alexander is just very eccentric and just very elaborate as they're kind of talking, Alexander is telling Secret how talented she is and how she needs to sing from the heart, not really from the head. And he's saying, Lars can't give you everything. As he's talking to Secret, that's when we hear some people clapping. And then he's like, oh, it's a song along. Come on. And that's what we see Mita say to Lars as well. This is actually my favorite part in the movie because it was very fun to watch. Totally. So a song along 
is when all the competitors sing together. They're all just doing impromptu singing. So you hear them sing songs like Believe by Cher and Ray of Light by Madonna and Waterloo, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and then they actually sang the song that Celine Dion sang when she was a contestant on Eurovision. But you see, as they're all singing together, everyone is very shocked at how good Secret is. Yeah. And it's so funny because, of course, Will Ferrell is singing in it too. And he's having all these like little lyrics in between, but yeah. you see all these past actual contestants on Eurovision singing and singing to the camera and singing all together. So that was really fun to watch. Just to see the community of Eurovision and the contestants. And it was cool to feature people who've been on the show in the past too. We see also that Mita is kind of hitting on Lars throughout this time while they're at the party, but Lars isn't really taking it. So Secret decides that she's going to go dancing with Alex after the party. And then Lars just heads back to the hotel and he's just lying in bed at the hotel waiting for Secret to get home. And then he hears a knock at the door and he assumes it's Secret and she just like lost her key or something. But really it's Mita and Mita is like, okay, let's do this. And like she kind of shoves him. And so we assume that some Something happens between the two of them. And then the next clip is Secret waking up and she's actually in Alex's house and in Alexander's bed. But Alexander is like assuring her like nothing happened. That you just like uh, fell asleep back here last night. And but as she like is getting ready to go back to the hotel, Alex is trying to influence her more about Lars and how Lars isn't really good for her and like how she shouldn't be stuck in his cage because she's very talented. So she should maybe expand her horizons more and you can kind of tell that he's trying to input the vision of each other like helping each other with their careers I would say because he's kind of thinking that Secret would be very helpful for his career Secret isn't really listening to him and she's like I have to go so yeah I couldn't tell if he wanted her to honestly succeed with her or just to use her I really couldn't tell I felt like towards the end I'm leaning more towards like he knew he could go further with her I'm just so confused by Alexander's mm -hmm. character sometimes. totally his actions or what he's thinking yeah like what he's trying to do but we see that secret goes back to the hotel and as she walks in she sees that mita is actually in lars's bed she obviously thinks that they slept together and she of course is super upset because not only does she have feelings for lars but also they kind of talked about it earlier and they almost kissed and lars is like oh no we have to focus on the music so she's very upset she storms out of the room without even saying anything. And then, so we see that they're at their next rehearsal together. And this is where they're supposed to be wearing like their costumes and everything, mm -hmm. not just the tech rehearsal. And Secret storms onto the stage and she's wearing the costume that Lars made for her because he actually makes all their costumes himself. Mm -hmm. But she's just going to rip up the costume because she hates it and she's just angry anyway. And her and Lars have a big fight on stage in front of all the crew members that are setting up. They're arguing because he thought that she slept with Alexander mm -hmm. and she's like, I didn't sleep with Alexander. And he's like, well, I didn't sleep with Mita. And she's like basically saying that she doesn't believe him. And she's like, but you know what, Lars, you can sleep with everybody. And you know what? I'm going to do the same because I'm going to go sex nuts. And then he's like, you know what? Me too. I will have sex with everybody. And he starts <laughs> pointing out various crew members <laughs> and he's like I'm gonna have sex with her I'm gonna have sex with him like talking to every single person and he's like there's a new sex machine in town and his name is Lars and <laughs> they just have a huge fight Secret says that she doesn't like how the music is and she wants to go back to how it originally was and then she says that Lars needs to grow up and she storms off stage we see that Lars is kind of contemplating with his feelings he doesn't really know what to do he doesn't like the fight that he just had with Secret. As he's like at this fountain, that's when this group of American tourists show up. And he's like making fun of the American tourists and how awful they are, which is ironic because he's American. You must be American to make fun of Americans. Then Lars decides that he's going to go back to the hotel where him and Secret are staying. As he's walking through the hallway, though, he hears music playing and he realizes that Secret is composing a new song. He actually hears some of it and it's pretty much a love song. 
mm-hmm. and he kind of like walks away as she's practicing. Mita actually goes back to Lars's and Secret's room in the hotel, and she actually tells Secret that nothing happened between Lars and her. Like she just slept in the bed, nothing actually happens. Pretty much the same thing that happened with Secret and Alexander. And she tells Secret, "Don't let a night of nothing get in the way between you two." Okay. So the next clip is the semifinals of Eurovision and they're backstage and they're getting ready to perform and they apologize to each other Lars and Secret and it's very sweet we had a stupid fight we were both angry but it's over now Alex sees that the two of them are making up with each other and yeah. so Mita actually says like let them be we can play around with other people so mm-hmm. you can see that they were kind of messing with the both of them at least that's what they're implying again that's kind of the confusing part of this movie what are Mita and Alex's intentions we just hear that Alex is saying I could give her everything yeah. that's when Mita is like well not everything then the show starts that's when the demon skeleton characters come up. <laughs> I have it in my notes Oh, you did? I'm like, like, demons, question mark, question (laughs) mark. And then I'm like, and one regular person, because you got like people in these demon costumes and this one girl who's also performing. This is where you get to see a bunch of other acts for Eurovision performing. And one of them is also Johnny John John. Yeah. Literally, that is his character's name for your like Johnny John John. Because they're about to go on stage. That's when Secret and Lars are getting in their costumes. And then Secret actually is like, What's with this costume? And Lars says that he changed her costume. So now she's wearing this long dress but she also has this long scarf but it's like super long oh this is not gonna be good <laughs> the semifinals are obviously on tv that's when a bunch of the locals back in their hometown are watching and they're like oh we have to put on this the song contest and we need to watch our locals and of course eric is like no we're not gonna watch and then one of the guys kind of stands up to him and he's like hey we need to be rooting for them they may be terrible but they are terrible <laughs> They're, they're representing Iceland. Come on. So they decide that they're totally. going to Have some spirit. Because of Iceland's reputation, everyone's expecting Fire Saga to be really bad. But as they're performing, they're realizing, oh, okay, like, not as bad. And yeah. then, like, as they keep going, they're like, oh, this is wonderful. This is going great. Yeah, I and think Graham Norton started off saying, this isn't terrible. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Will Ferrell comes down as he's singing in, like, this hamster wheel thing, and he's, like, running around in it. It was so weird. But, of course, as we've said before, Eurovision's very campy, and it's very eccentric. As they're performing, Secret's scarf member super long gets caught in the hamster wheel and so she gets dragged close to the hamster wheel and then it breaks down and so the hamster wheel thing that Lars is still in starts spinning but it's off of its tracks now so it Mm -hmm. starts spinning and it's going into the crowd and so everyone's like running out of the way of course Lars is still in it and he's still running in it and Secret is being pulled down because she's still stuck to it Mm -hmm. so finally they crash into the crowd no one gets hurt really because everyone was able to move out of the way in time but the backing track is still playing and so they are like oh my god like are you okay are you okay oh our song is still playing and so they get back on stage and everyone's staring at them as they continue singing and then they finish the song and at least you know they're not lip-syncing lip-syncing yeah they're not all great once they stop singing though because they just finished their performance everyone's just staring at them and then you hear like one or two guys laughing in the crowd Mm -hmm. and of course that's just triggering poor Lars because of what his father always tells him how everyone's gonna laugh at him and how ashamed he is and he's such a failure and after that like let's face it we'd all be so mortified and embarrassed if that happened because not only is it in front of a bunch of people it was on television yeah there's times where I trip and no one's watching and I'm super embarrassed so I can't even imagine all red face yeah and let's face it in this day like this would go viral oh my gosh everyone would watch it oh 
God. So they start walking off as everyone is staring. And then, you, of course, you hear those, like, few people laughing. Yeah, that's gut-wrenching, by the way, when it's silent and you hear a few yeah. chuckles. Oh, my goodness. And back in their hometown, everyone who's watching at the pub, everyone's staring. And Eric, who's Lars's father, walks out of the pub. Then after they walked off stage, Fire Saga is pretty much, like, in the lobby now of this entire arena. And they don't even know that this is happening, but people in the audience start clapping for them. Even Graham Norton is like, this is a very irrational reaction. (laughs) What's going on? So Lars is walking off and Secret's like, where are you going? He's like, we're going home. We're not staying here. And then Secret's like, what? No, like we have to go in there. And and by in there, she means this waiting area that's full of the contestants because (laughs) in this waiting area is where they're going to pull all the points that all the various countries are going to give so we can hear who made it into the finals for Eurovision because right now it's the semifinals but she's like no we have to go back in there and then he's like no we're a joke she's like no we have to go in there we're gonna go in there because I am an artist and I'm going to sit there and I'm going to take it he's telling her that she's being selfish and he wants to leave and then she's telling him that he'll never be satisfied because He's always had his dreams on Eurovision, but nothing else in his life. Alexander was right. You would never be satisfied. And then he's like, you're just letting him put ideas in your head. And she's like, I am going back in there. Are you coming? And he says, no, I'm not going. And she says, okay, goodbye. And so she walks off. And you can tell, though, that she's very sad. It was just a very heartbreaking moment for the both of them. I felt like she didn't want to be there any more than he did. But hey, this happened and we must accept it like artists. And so poor Secret walks into the waiting room alone and she sits down. Alexander sits next to her as they're going over the point results. So we're going to see who made it into the finals. We see that Lars is packing and he's actually heading back to Iceland. But the thing is that as they're going over the points, we see that Iceland is actually getting points. And so everyone is shocked, like particularly Secret. Like she is shocked because she did not expect this. She thought they, were, they weren't going to get points at all, obviously. Mm-hmm. She was so happy. And then you see a bunch of the people who are part of the Icelandic public television, because they were obviously all watching. Mm-hmm. They're all shocked and they're super happy too. Everyone except for Victor. Victor is freaking out. He's not happy yeah. at all. Iceland made it into the final, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Secret runs into the hotel room and she's looking for Lars because she wants to tell him the good news, but she sees that he's already gone because all the stuff is packed and he's gone. And then the next clip is Lars on his dad's fishing boat. He made it back to Iceland. He's about to board onto the boat and he sees the kid, Stefan, who is the kid who was the drummer earlier when they were performing at the pub. Mm -hmm. he's telling him I'm going to be a fisherman like my dad and drink myself to death (laughs) but then as the boat is like getting out into the water he's like shouts back to the kid give up on your dreams now while you're still young (laughs) it's Lars's first day as a fisherman and it's him a few other guys and his father on the boat and they're rounding up all the fish Lars is like oh it smells and then his dad like how are you gonna be a fisherman if you don't like fish and then Even though it was like this one comment that wasn't really anything major, that's when Lars kind of loses it with his dad. (laughs) And he's like, you never respected me. And you know what? I don't need your respect. His dad actually is like, okay, come here, son, come here. Telling his son, you have done something for Iceland that no one else has really done. He's like, you've given Iceland pride. And he was actually very proud of his son saying, you have Viking spirit. You didn't quit when that hamster wheel fell out (laughs) into the crowd. You kept going and you finished the song. He was telling him how he was very proud. And you have always reminded me of your mother. Eric is telling Lars that he needs to fight for a secret. And that's when one of the guys who was at the pub and watched the final vote being given out, he's like, oh, by the way, Fire Saga made it into the finals. And then they're like, what? Why the (laughs) hell didn't you tell me? (laughs) Then, of course, Lars is like, oh, I have to go back. I have to go back. You have to take me back to land. And his dad's like, no, we can't waste a good fishing day. And so (laughs) Lars decides to jump in the water. (laughs) I'm like, God, it must be freezing. (laughs) And also, I look at a Lars... And I think you gotta sink like a rock, dude. You're—he's wearing like a 
full coat and like boots and when you see him get to land he's still wearing the same stuff he like took a humpback whale to shore (laughs) we did see humpback whales close to shore (laughs) at one point which is obvious cgi it was obviously not real we see that victor is driving and he's actually in husevic finally lars made it onto land and he's running because he's trying to get to the airport victor sees lars lars is like victor victor uh can you get me to the airport we made it to the finals and victor's like yes i know Lars says, wait, I have to make a visit first. And so Victor is standing outside as Lars is making a visit to the elves. Which I thought this was really sweet. It so was, because he never believed in the elves before. And he wanted to have them, like, help him with Secret. He gave them a gift, and he wanted to thank them. So it was very cute because he never believed in the elves before. But as they're walking off because they're about to get back in the car, that's when Victor pulls out Mm -hmm. these keys. And the keys actually extend because there's a big, long kind of cord. He's behind Lars, and he puts them over his neck, and he starts choking him. Victor is actually trying to kill Lars, and he's shouting at him, saying, Iceland can't win! you cannot win like we can't afford it and that's when we find out that Iceland is actually bankrupt Mm. he's like they will point the finger at me he confesses saying that he killed all the people in the boat as he's saying that he suddenly stops and he falls to the ground and so of course Lars is like trying to catch his breath and he turns and he sees that Victor has a knife in his back pulls out the knife and then he turns and we see remember those like doll houses that the elves have we see a door shut so we like are like oh shit the elves just killed this guy so he was like thank you like he's like this he's like this i'll just leave the knife here in case you have to do other murders that was so funny oh my gosh so now victor is dead lars flies back because he finally flies back to scotland he is like, where is everybody? Because nobody's on the road. And one of the guys at the airport is like, they're all watching Eurovision. But the only people on the road are those Americans that he was insulting earlier. Americans who don't know what Eurovision is. Yeah. (laughs) AKA us. (laughs) Yeah, I had no idea. Um, Lars flags down the Americans and he gets them to give him a ride to Eurovision. So as they're driving, Alexander performs his Lion of Love song and all these other people are also performing. Mm -hmm. And actually after Alexander finishes his performance, Sigrid was actually kind of connecting a few dots and she asks him after, she's like, are you gay? And which I felt was very weird. She doesn't really know him and she's asking this, but he's like, oh no, no, I'm Russian. And so we actually get more insight into it because he goes on later to say that Mother Russia would never accept me. But then Mita was like, oh, come to Greece. (laughs) So that was very comforting to see that. They're not even singing they're not even part of a group but it's cool to see them bond and not really be evil like at first I thought they were going to be the bad characters which really Victor kind of filled that role that this was a very heartwarming moment I thought it'd be more cutthroat you know like with other competitors but really was which is funny someone from their own country really trying to cut them out so (laughs) I I thought that was kind of clever all these other competitors are actually supporting be nice But even Alexander, he's talking to Secret, he tells her, go sing your heart out. She's about to perform and she's actually going out on, on stage. We flash to what's going on in Husevik and we see that Secret's mom is coming into the pub and she actually decides that she's going to watch and she sits with Eric. Lars is running through the stadium and we see dead Tatiana flash into his life again and she's like your life is in danger and he's like where have you been <laughs> yes the elves killed him he's already dead i know and then she's like oh okay then and then she just goes away and he's like you are so useless you're the like you are no help at all yeah lars hears the song playing which is double trouble he runs out on stage and he uh, grabs the mic that he's supposed to have and he's like stop 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 and he gets the people to stop the music and he starts talking to the audience And he's telling them, Eurovision means everything to me. It's my life. 
but it's much more than a competition. The perfect song isn't a winning song. The perfect song comes from the heart. He goes up to the piano. He starts playing the song that he heard Secret composing when she was in the hotel. So this song is obviously without all the flash. That's when Secret starts singing, and the song is called My Hometown. The song is a mixture of a love song for a person as well as your hometown. And the song is actually very beautiful. And oh, for sure. I think she's taking what a lot of people have said to her, where she's actually singing from the heart this time. Not only that, but she starts singing in Icelandic. But then at the very end of the song, she hits this really high note and is very beautiful. And everyone in Iceland is applauding because they love it so much and everyone mm -hmm. in the audience is applauding because that was amazing mm -hmm. the thing though is that because they changed their song they're not supposed to do that during the finals they automatically get disqualified they got disqualified for changing their song and they knew that they knew that they would get disqualified but it didn't matter to them and so after they finished the song they kiss on stage and then Alex and Mita are watching and Alex is like I'm happy for them so Aww. there's a lot of closure for a lot of characters alexander actually wins the contest and when they arrive back home in yusevic they get a huge like big welcome home greeting so it's it's such a better way to end the movie rather than oh sorry you didn't get enough points or oh you know someone else won yeah. But to choose to disqualify because they wanted to sing a song that would make not only themselves proud and heal their relationship, but also their country proud. I thought that was a great way to end it. How Lars was saying it, like, oh, we can't have love because we need to chase our dreams. I feel like in a way, there was a fork in the road where they either had to chase their dreams for fame and fortune or to cultivate the love between the two of them. And mm -hmm. so they had to choose. And I feel like in the end, Lars ended up by actually helping her choose. Yes, that's okay. You know, let's sing, sing the song that you wrote. You know, yeah. Lars made that decision. And I felt like that was so important for her that he did, that he chose her. Everyone is happy. Even though they lost, everyone's happy. Yeah. And then we see in the text, it says sometime later. Doesn't even give us yeah. the amount of years or whatever. Just says sometime later. And we see that they're back at that same pub. And yeah. they're, they're playing the song Happy again. Mm -hmm. But they're playing it with a baby kind of strapped to Lars's chest as they're both playing. So now you know that they're both parents and they have a baby. The thing is that we see Lars's father and Secret's, Secret's mother got married. Yeah. So Eric they're playing for their wedding. And so they even make a comment about it. They're like, oh, this is never going to be not weird, right? <laughs> As they're playing for what seems to be the reception, they're like, oh, so is everyone ready to hear the Eurovision song? Freaking Olaf is like, play Ya Ya Ding Dong. <laughs> this time, they're not even reluctant playing it. They're yeah. just like, okay, Ya Ya Ding Dong. Yep. <laughs> so they're just happy to play it. As they're playing Ya Ya Ding Dong again, that's when the credits start showing up as they're still playing. So we still get to see clips of them singing as the credits are showing. And it's actually really cool because as they're showing the cast and their names, they're also showing their country their flag. flag. Yeah. yeah, right next to them. So of course for Will Ferrell, it shows the American flag. Rachel McAdams, it shows the Canadian flag. It was kind of fun because the movie kept going even as the credits were showing um, yeah. all the names and the nationalities. And then that's the end of the movie. I really enjoyed this movie. I mean, it's not a perfect film, but these days it was just the distraction I needed. It was fun. It was lighthearted. I say if you have a Netflix account and you need a distraction, give this film a watch. I think it is very much worth it. For me, if I'm ever in the mood for another comedy film, I would say that this would be on my list to watch. I have been listening to the soundtrack <laughs> because... A lot of the songs are very flashy, but they're also fun and catchy. I would recommend this film because I had a lot of fun watching it. Yeah. How would you rate it then? I would give it probably four stars. Wow. Yeah. I would because I had a lot of fun watching it. And you know that 
it's meant to be kind of stupid comedy. Totally. But it also had a real message given to it. I'm not going to give it five stars, though, because like I said before, with Alexander and Mita's character, they were good characters in the end, but their intentions were very confusing Yeah. during the movie. And until like the very end, you're like, oh, okay, so it's all good. Are we all supporting one another? I can't really, are, yeah. are we all good now? <laughs> yeah. I would probably rate this one a solid three. In terms of movies, like, probably want to buy this. I did enjoy the soundtrack a lot. I did enjoy the fact that I can just sit and relax with this movie. But again, it wasn't like groundbreaking. It really is a movie that's great for a distraction and something very lighthearted. But I think a 3.5 sounds about right to me. Like you, I thought the script was very funny and there's just these moments that really took you by surprise, which I really love from comedies is when they take you by surprise. And you know, yeah. in terms of comedies, I feel like comedies a lot of times can be more of a miss, at least for me. And I was really pleasantly surprised by it. You say three stars, I'm going to say four stars. So yep. those are our ratings. Oh, <laughs> fun little segment. Who would you say was your favorite character slash actor for the movie? So I have a feeling that we'll pay, we're going to pick the same one. Want to do one, two, three and say at the same time? Character. Same. Character. Okay. Yeah. One, two, three. Secret. Secret. Yes. <laughs> I just loved her. And Me too. She, she was just so fun. She had such a sweet spirit about her. At first, it was hard for me not to see Rachel McAdams, but because I was like, oh, that's Rachel McAdams. Secret did steal the show for me. I totally. love, obviously, Will Ferrell's comedic bits. Mm-hmm. But Rachel, like Adams, I always loved her. I loved a lot of her movies and her acting. But I feel like this just showed the range more for her in terms of comedy. You guys would probably appreciate Secret more so out of all the characters. Yeah. At least that's how it is for Delaney and I. This movie has a lot of underlying tones of pride and not only where you're from, but also in yourself and doing something that you are proud of and that you have a passion for. And it could be something like how at the very end, yeah, they're still singing in their local bar, but they're super happy about it. They they don't care. They're doing what they love in the place that they love. The big thing for Lars is that he wanted to win the Eurovision contest. Mm -hmm. And he didn't win, but he was totally fine with that. I I liked how at the end, when they all requested Yaya Ding Dong again, Mm -hmm. and Lars was like, okay, how about a Eurovision song now? And everyone's like, no! Mm -hmm. And he's like, all right, fair enough. You know, he's given in. It's just cool to see how in the beginning he was very, like, upset. Like, when will it be enough? And and then for for the ending for him to be like, all right, fair enough. I'll give you what you want because he's just happy. It was a fun movie. I recommend. I had a lot of fun watching it and listening to the soundtrack. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of soundtrack, Michaela, what's next in our review lineup? So you guys will probably be able to guess what we're hinting at because it's trending everywhere. Yep. And it's just revamping that all over again. So mm-hmm. as Delaney said, it has to deal with the soundtrack a bit. Mm-hmm. So this next movie, if you will, yeah. that we're going to review is actually dealing with a Broadway show. No one will guess that. Who else would you hint No, at? no, I'm, I'm saying that's plenty. Okay. <laughs> I'll just say that. Who knows? Yeah. It could be Les Mis from 2012, yeah. that movie. <laughs> Definitely Les Mis, you guys. Oops. So be sure to tune in for more. Thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. We really enjoy hashing out the plots of the movies that we watch and any other details and behind the scenes stuff that we can be able to provide to you as well. Be sure to follow us on our Instagram. Our Instagram is real.expectations. We post all of our hints of our upcoming podcasts as well as all of the movies that we will be featuring in our podcast as well. So be sure to follow us so you can get an inside scoop of what we're doing next. Yeah, you can listen to us on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, and... Now we're on Apple Podcasts, so that's fun. We got a big distribution list, people, so we're available. Yes, (laughs) we are very available. Give us a listen, everybody. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to us today. We hope that you guys enjoyed this. I'm Michaela. And I'm Delaney.